Thank you for tuning in to Remodeling Mastery by Mark Richardson. Brought to you by Surefire Social. For more advice, tips, and strategy on small business marketing, visit surefiresocial.com forward slash podcast. Hi, I'm Mark Richardson and welcome to Remodeling Mastery. Remodeling Mastery is a podcast series that allows you to look at your business a little bit differently. It allows you to take your business to the next level. It gives you a little bit of time to say, you know, let me reflect on things. Let me reflect on how I'm doing and where I might be heading. How does this compare in terms of some of these insights and thoughts to what we're presently doing? So this session, I want to talk about a subject that I think is important in terms of sort of the glue and fabric that, you know, goes behind, I think, many of the different concepts and ideas that I try to share with you. And the title of this session is Success Themes. You know, as a columnist for a professional remodeler magazine and certainly as a speaker, you're always trying to come up with sort of clever ways to get people to pay attention to what you think you have to say. Oftentimes, they're little sound bites. They're sound bites that, you know, not necessarily have a huge amount of meaning in themselves, but at least hit a chord to say, you know, I want to learn a little bit more. That's sort of something that's curious to me. And over the years, I've sort of formulated or had for myself, I think, a series of themes that not only were the basis for growing a pretty substantial business, but also were important in terms of the book I wrote, Fit to Grow, that I believe very strongly if you really wanted to grow a business, you had to have sort of consistent ways to think about and communicate certain complex ideas and themes. The reality is most of you got into the remodeling business because you had a real passion for the sticks and bricks, for helping clients, for design. You know, it probably was not a passion towards growing and building a substantial and important business. So these business themes in many ways are, you know, lessons that I think you need to have that you didn't necessarily come from, I think, from your original passion. So in the course of this, what I want to do is sort of highlight some of these themes, as I said, not to be clever, but to have you reflect on them. It might be some of the themes that you want to discuss with other members of your leadership team to really just see how they interpret some of these ideas. Because I will say, as I travel around and I see and spend time with the most successful remodeling organizations, you know, one of the common denominators is they not only know where they're heading, they have the right kind of infrastructure and talent to get there, but they also have a degree of alignment in terms of how they look at things. And alignment doesn't mean necessarily everyone is a little mechanical clone. Alignment means alignment in terms of thinking. You know, it's almost like a lens that has a a certain degree of focus that's consistent. So the first theme I want to touch on is one that I actually wrote about in my book. And many of these themes, I'd love to be able to give, you know, credit to specific people, but I don't even know in many cases where they came from. 
you know, just like what I hear different speakers and they're quoting what another speaker, oftentimes you don't even know exactly where you first heard something, but it's almost like a little seed that, that starts to grow and all of a sudden becomes real over a period of time. So the first theme I want to touch on is one that, again, I highlighted in my book and I really be, believe very strongly, and that is success is a verb, not a noun. Now, again, this is something that's a little bit clever, maybe, but more importantly, it really tells you your success, your team's success, your client's success, it happens as a result of the actions, not necessarily as a result of the final product. It's how you get there. It's the actions that get you to something. That's where the real success is. So I really enjoy that theme. I think success is a verb, not a noun. The second one is actually not necessarily a theme, but a little bit of a concept that I heard recently from a good friend, Jonathan Katz, who's one of the sales managers, one of the top remodeling organizations, Thompson Creek in the country. And he was talking about his wife and his wife being so proactive and loving and, you know, very much believing that her success was a product of what she did and how she touched and helped other people. And he actually was sharing the story that on her dashboard of her car, she has a little plaque and it says, I am a verb. And when he shared that, it really, really hit a chord for me. That I think if everybody wakes up in the morning and really sees themselves as a verb, not necessarily sort of as an entitled noun, so to speak, I think you can be a lot more successful. The third element that I, I use as a theme and I talk about in some of my speeches is, you know, be a student of success. Be a student of success. And as I look at some of those top, top people in the country, they never stop learning. They never stop putting themselves in a position to learn. You know, a friend of mine, Rob Levin, who's the CEO of Statewide, I oftentimes am looking out in audiences of, you know, sometimes hundreds and hundreds of people, and then I see Rob. I see Rob, who's accomplished amazing things in terms of his life and his business and, you know, the business going public and all these kinds of things within his company. But then I see him sitting there like a sponge, picking up new ideas and learning. So I think that theme that everyone that you want to have in your organization, I think, needs to be more of a student of success. Success, again, is not a noun, so it's something you constantly have to improve upon. Another theme that is one that's probably the most common sort of adage or theme that most of you have heard of, which, you know, again, I think about this often, and that is the road to hell is paved by good intentions. Now, if you take out the word hell and you put in the word failure, the road to failure is paved by good intentions. I think it really, really, if you really understand and fully sort of embrace, I think, that little adage, you know, we all wake up every day. We all have sort of the same 24 hours in a day, and we have all these intentions. And then all of a sudden we get distracted by a new shiny object or distracted by some other priority. But the reality is, it's those really, really solid, good intentions, okay, that ultimately could have us be successful. But we oftentimes, they stay as intentions. They don't necessarily stay as actions. You know, 
tied into that theme, we've heard from Ken Blanchard, who's certainly one of the, you know, gurus of business kind of thinking. He said, intentions without actions equal squat. And again, I think the key word, obviously, is squat. So if you have the intentions of something, but you don't take action with it, you know, it doesn't mean anything. It's just a waste of time and energy. And obviously, everything starts with an idea or a desire or a theme, but it's what you do with it that really, I think, the power comes. Yet another one, and again, this is attempting to be a little bit clever, but I also believe in so many variations of the 80-20 rule, is 80% of remodeling success is a science, not an art. 80% of remodeling sales, remodeling production, remodeling operations is about the science, not the art. And the power of this theme and what I try to communicate to groups and companies and leaders all the time, the power of this theme is the more that you believe something is a science, it's got a formula attached to it. And with that formula, if you can crack the code with the formula, you can pepper in, I think, the mastery of the art. But 80%, you got to start by believing that 80% of it's a science. I think those that are involved in athletics can really sort of see that. When you take, for example, whether you're a cyclist or a runner, you take your game to the next level. You realize that a lot of your passion, once you take it to a higher level, has to do with the science of it, not necessarily the art of it. And I think the more that you can master the science in the remodeling business, I think the more successful you can be. The last theme I want to touch on, and I see this is especially appropriate in the times we're in. However, as I turn the clock back, I see it always as being something that the, the better, I think, leaders, the most successful folks, they not only know sort of what to do, they know about how to take action, but they also know the cadence and the pace. This is something that a lot of leaders in the remodeling industry struggle with because usually the president or CEO has a different sort of cadence in place. They're oftentimes entrepreneurs that want to push, push, push way beyond faster than necessarily what reality and their team can handle. So I think the theme that I certainly, I think, coined many years ago that really helped not only me to get uh, my head around this, but also to create the right level of alignment is when it comes to the cadence of your decisions or your initiatives or your programs, be aggressive but realistic. You know, aggressive is all about having an edge. It's about gaining market share. It's about pushing, I think, beyond just what the norm is. However, realistic, you know, doesn't necessarily discard history, it, 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 it reality of stuff that happens. So when you blend those two together, I think you can find the right balance and the right cadence. Oftentimes, if you're talking to, you know, someone about a program and initiative that they're proposing to you, or even you're thinking about, ask yourself or ask them the question, is this aggressive but realistic? And if the answer is yes, great. If on the other hand, it's overly realistic, then you might want to crank it up. Or if it's overly aggressive, you might want to discuss how to make it a little bit more realistic. So I just want to say, and again, just to recap, you know, 
your success, I think, is not not necessarily just a product of all the little actions that you do, but it's also framing those actions through the right lenses and the right themes. And by finding those right success themes for you, by asking yourself, you know, what are your success themes? What are you communicating? How are your people in your organization really understanding and appreciating sort of the spirit of what this is all about? I think you're going to see a tremendous amount of success. So I want to thank everybody for listening and taking a time out and thinking about your business. And I wish you the best of luck and look forward to speaking to you soon. Take care, everyone. Remodeling Mastery by Mark Richardson was created to help business owners like you grow your business. Learn something new today? Let us know by tweeting at Surefire Social. For more podcasts, visit surefiresocial.com forward slash podcast.